Hey everyone, James here. Welcome men and ladies that have somehow got onto our podcast. I'm joking. Welcome to Men Real Life. It's my privilege, it's my honor to be interviewing this man, one of the humblest men I know. Uh, he has a work ethic like I've never seen before. Uh, he has the ability to connect, to cast vision. And we got connected, I think, about 10 years ago, probably around about then. Uh, and I right. have seen... Uh, so what he has done with a with the company, he's the CEO of a uh, a large uh, publicly listed company that turns over close to two hundred million US dollars per year. It's a global company and expanding. He's a visionary. Uh, he's a family man. You wait till you, till you get to see the photos uh, of his family on Facebook. You'll go wow. But even he's one of the best dressed men you will ever meet. And uh, I'm going to get him to come on one day, fellas, and teach us how to dress because I need help. I like fashion. And sometimes I'm thinking I'm doing okay. <laughs> but when I stand next to this man, man, I feel like I am a poor man. Okay. Um, but today, his name is Al Bala. And uh, he is a champion. He's a hero of mine as well. And uh, being around for over 30 years, 35, 36, 37 years. Sorry, Al, I, I, you told me the number a moment ago. Um, and today we're talking about reigniting the passion, reigniting the dream of success. So that dream that you have um, in your life. So Al, a moment ago, you just said there's a price to be paid for success, but there's also a price to be paid for failure. How about we start there? Let's let's start on that, and then then share. Let's just see, no, let's go there. But let's start off. You share a little bit about your story, who you are, uh, what you you know, where you've come from, and then let's go into that 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 uh, that nugget you just shared with me. Sure. Well, thank you, James. It's a real pleasure to be uh, talking to you. You are obviously you've been a great friend of mine for now ten years, and I think our relationship started on a cruise around the Sydney Harbor. I'm sure it was memorable for you as it was memorable for me. Uh, and that would be an inside joke for both of us, but uh, it's a pleasure to be on this podcast. It's a pleasure to be talking to men uh, around the world. And I know you reach uh, people all over the world and especially men. And, and, and it really, uh, as a man, I think it's, uh, it gives me great pleasure to kind of pay forward some of the things that I've learned and from great men as well. Uh, so I am a result. Uh, I'm a consequence of all these men that I've, I've, I've had the pleasure to listen to over the years. Uh, the last 38 years when I was first introduced to the concept of a dream. Now, just to, to make, you know, to, to explain that. Um, basically, I was born in West Africa. Uh, Portuguese. Uh, my parents are Portuguese. Were born in Senegal, West Africa, and when I was 17, I immigrated to uh, to United States and, and and never heard of the concept of the American dream. But once I got here, I realized that that's kind of what my parents were seeking for me and my two brothers was to have slice of this uh, American dream. Uh, but I did not know that that's what it was. I didn't understand the concept of dreams and. For me, dreams was the kind of thing you had if you ate pizza before you went to bed at night, uh, dreams and nightmares. But the concept of how uh, this power that we have in a dream, this energy, this almost supernatural power that comes true 
a dream and that really ignites your life, creates focus in your life, gives you direction, and eventually gives you the energy to pursue that direction. I, not, I did not know anything about that until on a Tuesday night, 38 years ago, uh, in Rhode Island, uh, uh, in Warwick, Rhode Island, I was invited to come to a meeting uh, where I met some pretty amazing people who were all kind of a community of like-minded people who were going in a direction who truly you know, definitely understood the power of a dream. And all of a sudden, for the first time, I was exposed to this concept of, of a dream. Uh, and, 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 uh, and, and that was just revolutionary for me. And I remember walking out of that meeting and I had already picked up my first dream per se. And that dream was one day I will travel the world visiting my businesses. So 38 years ago on a Tuesday night from that meeting, I came out thinking about this idea, this, this crazy wild hairy idea that one day this immigrant that was working in a factory for $1.65, $1.65 an hour in a jewelry factory, that all of a sudden I would be able to travel the world visiting my businesses. Um, but I did get that dream. And that dream just became now uh, something that I verbalized, I visualized it, I verbalized it for 11 years until I had the opportunity to launch into my own business, to, launch, to start a whole career, a whole new life uh, as an entrepreneur. And that life as an entrepreneur has taken me to 108 countries and 68 of them were literally where I was visiting my businesses. So the power of a dream, the power of, of an environment that allowed me to even have the audacity to dream such a big dream and which really started everything for me literally at the age of 20 it, it started me in a direction that has led me to where i am today and and frankly i am only halfway through what the journey is today because now as dreams go they get bigger and they get more uh, more hairy more audacious with time and once you start understanding the power of the dream and you, you learn how to leverage that in your life, it really, it's almost like a muscle that you build over time so that your dreams get bigger, your dreams get clearer, and, and certainly your ability to achieve them also becomes more real. Uh, and that's kind of a little bit of my story, uh, James. I hope I didn't uh, take too much time going through that. But it, uh, I just want to make sure the people who are listening to us understand that I'm not talking about dreams like uh, something I read in a book, a good book about dreams, uh, which I have read many books about dreams, but dreams have been for me really the, 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 the difference between the life that I, uh, you know, that I, that I live today and the life that I dreamed I could live and, and, and where I was 38 years ago with some small new immigrant dreams that were very, very basic at the kind of the bottom of Maslow hierarchy of needs. My needs were pretty small. My dreams were pretty small because they were conditioned by the environment I was in where I was around just people who didn't have a lot of dreams or had very simple, small dreams until I got into an environment where I was around dreamers that had bigger dreams and I learned to dream with them uh, through, through, through that process. 
So, Al, you said something really interesting a moment ago. You just said, uh, I had the audacity to dream a big dream. I remember when I first started to have a little bit of success, you know, business was growing and, uh, and with, as the, my business was growing, my confidence was growing. But I was, a, I was a young 26 to a 27-year-old kid who all of a sudden had this business that was growing in three or four countries around the world. And the difference between confidence and arrogance um, got blurred, if that makes sense. And so, but you mm-hmm. know, the, the, there has to be an audacity, doesn't there, for a man to, that to chase the dream. How, how important is that audacity? How important is that fire in the belly? How important is that confidence that says, you know what, this is what I'm going after. I'm going to do it. I don't know the time. Yeah, I've got some time things in place, but I'm going to give it everything I've got. How important is that audacity, that, 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 that mindset of um, just being absolutely clear in what it is that you want? How important? Well, there's a, there's a few different things here, but uh, frankly, for me, the audacity is about the idea that you've got to dream big. Uh, you know, uh, early in my, in my, in my, in this career that I am in right now, early in my days as an entrepreneur, I read a book called the magic of thinking big. And I recommend that to every one of your uh, listeners to go and get that book. It's, uh, it's available. It's, it's an old book. It's been around a long time. But one of the things I learned in that book was that if your dreams don't scare you, they're just not big enough. Mm. You know, a few years ago, I had someone ask me, if you were going to do something different than what you've done over the last, you know, you know, 38 years, what would it be? Immediately what came out to be, I wish I had dreamed bigger. I wish my audacity was so much bigger. And, and I, I, I wish that my dreams literally scared me and kept me awake at night and hopefully with excitement because it's the kind of thing that it makes you cry. Uh, or it just makes you absolutely just, you know, smile and, 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 and brings you to another level uh, when you think about these things. That's the kind of stuff that's going to stir in you that energy and the focus that you need to get that achieved. You know, small dreams don't excite anybody. And, and small dreams make you quite ineffective in influencing the other people and the res- and command the resources that you need to make the dream come true. Now, on the other side, a big dream will really, it would ignite people's imagination. It attracts to you the resources that you need to be able to achieve that dream because most big dream, uh, you know, I-, I would say almost that dreaming is a team sport. It's not a one thing, one person Nobody by themselves achieve a big dream. So you have to be able to influence other people around you to come and participate in that dream and literally bring it to life Well, and, and to fruition. But it has to be big enough to get people excited about wanting to be part of what you're part of and consequently create the mass that you need to make that big dream happen. So I don't know if I'm uh, kind of getting off a little bit of the subject, but the audacity for me, how do you get, you know, how important is that audacity? That audacity means everything, but that audacity is in a proportion of the size of the dream that you have decided to create. And, and again, if your dream doesn't scare you, 
there's not much audacity needed to, to, to really you know, pursue that dream. You know? However, if that dream does scare you, then it is going to take a lot of audacity, but the audacity is the magic. It's you got to dare, dare to dream bigger. And when you do, something supernatural happens. And, 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 and I really believe, for those who are believers, you got to plug into something that's even bigger than you because usually these big dreams, you know, come from somewhere else and, 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 they, they, and, and they, they're imparted into you either through your environment, through your spiritual life, but, you know, it's, it's understanding the power that is greater than you that you can tap into that makes the big dream a possibility, if that makes any sense, James. It really does. So, Al, how do you, let's say some of the fellas that are out there, some of the men that are out there, and even I know there are going to be ladies listening to this as well, um, because one of the wonderful things, we're so thankful for the ladies, seriously. Um, you know, they, they want to understand men. I think, you know, those, there's that movie or book or something, What Do Women Want? Uh, I think women ask the same question about men. Um, so what, with the, the, the dream, let's say that a man has he's, he's, he's stopped dreaming or doesn't know where to begin. How do you, um, how does a person start that dream? Now, you and I were just talking a moment ago about uh, an article you were just reading. 40%. So tell us about that article because I, that's the reality sure. right now of what, what men are facing. And they're going, um, this is my reality. How do I get out of my reality? Well, this is, you know, this is a survey that came out from in, in the U.S. And it, it could be you know, pretty much uh, the same in most part of the world. And basically, it was a survey done by Northwestern Mutual and, uh, of more than 2,000 people. And in the survey, 21% of the people said they had zero in retirement saving. Zero. And another 10% had less than $5,000 set aside for retirement. What happens when you stop pursuing things, if you stop, if you stop pursuing a big dream, literally what you meander through life because you don't have that focus that a dream gives you, you're not connected to this, this end result that you're looking for. And eventually you end up in a place you don't want to be in. So if you're ever in a place where this is not where I expect it to be, that's because at some point you stopped the creative energy that, 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 that would give you that focus and that would give you really that the, 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 the means to get to that next step. You stop believing in that. And of course, yeah. And, and some of these are young people, some of them are old people, but baby boomers, you know, currently 53 years old or older, only one third of them had retirement savings of 25,000 or less. And folks, when you're thinking retirement, you gotta be thinking a million dollars in America to retire. And even a million dollars doesn't take you too far today. So imagine the gap that people are living in but this is the end result of 40, 45, 50 years lived without that dream, without that focus that, uh, that will help you create that lifestyle of your dream. So for me, that is, this is scary. 
This is absolutely scary. The average retirement savings was said to be $84,000, and, 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 and less than 52% of the people even had $84,000. So again, think about $84,000 versus a million. We got, we, we, we got a major, major gap in people's lives. And this is happening as we speak because our baby boomers, the least prepared people, in you know, least prepared generation for retirement. And yet, you know, when you really dig deeper into the whole thing is at some point, you know, as, as our, our, our first president Washington said, most men die at 25 they're buried at 75 or 80 or 90, but they die at 25. So what he was saying basically is the moment you stop dreaming, you started the process of dying. So for me, having a dream, pursuing a dream is a matter of life and death. Now, maybe not physical death, but certainly Death in many levels, from spiritual death to emotional death to physical death. Because when you see people who have let themselves, who have stopped dreaming, who stopped having this focal point that they're trying to get to, you see that in their in their in their in their health as well. Their health start to go downward because they just don't have this thing that really keeps them alive and keeps them excited to wake up every morning to go do what they do because the amount, about 80 some percent of them don't even like what they do, but they do it anyways because they have no other goal. They have no other vision of what their life could be because dreaming involves holding tight to a vision of a better life, one of success and abundance. And I know you would, you would agree with me, James, very few people, are holding tight to this vision of success and abundance today. They've let go of it and they, they've let go of it out of fear. They've let go of it out of the, the, the loss of hope. You know, there's that, you know, you and I are both believers. We both love the, and there's a scripture that says hope deferred makes the heart sick. And so many people, sure. so many men have have put off their dream and believing that, well, it's, it's, uh, I'm 25, I'm 35, I'm 45, I'm 55, I'm 65, I'm 75. And it's too late for me now. But the thing that happens, it doesn't matter the age, it's about the journey. Hey, as soon as a person makes that decision, okay, whatever age I am, I'm going to commit myself now to doing something towards achieving the dream that's in my heart. Now that dream could be uh, a nicer home, a holiday, more money in the bank account. It could be giving back to a community, but it's about having something co to commit to. Wouldn't you say it's that, because the energy comes from finally moving forward. It's not about actually achieving the thing. It's the journey. It's the commitment to something. Well, and, and, and frankly, you know, uh, we've heard it said as well about the fact that, you know, success is, is not a destination. Success is a journey. It's what you become in a process of achieving. But in order to have a process, there's got to be a destination that you're going for because if you're not moving towards something, you are stuck 
You are yes. in the same place. You're not going anywhere. So there is no journey. There is just, I'm stuck right here. You know, and, 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 and you got to give yourself this, this, this thing, this, this place, this, 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 this dream that you're, you're reaching out to because then, then there's going to be movement. And in that movement is where God unfolds all of the things that he's got for you. You know, and some of it is going to be, you know, I mean, we've heard of the, of the entrepreneur roller coaster, the ups and the downs and, and the things, but you know what? It's all part of the journey. It's, it's what you become in the process of, of achieving that becomes even more important when you get to my age, when you get to, you know, you're a little bit younger than I am, but when I, you know, when you are at my age, you appreciate that journey. You appreciate every step of that journey and you are truthfully, you are blessed you are thankful. You're grateful for that journey because it's made you who you are, and 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 also gives you something to give back to other mm. people because of the learnings of the journey, the good parts, the bad parts, the scary parts. All those parts are you. It's part of your story, and your story is going to be uh, 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 an inspiration to someone else who's going through that journey. But if you haven't gone in our journey, you have no ability to help anyone in a journey because you've not been in the journey yourself. So how do you start the journey? Pick a place a little further from you are. A good friend of mine, Tony Jerry, talks about how we all have, you know, we, we all have a next level. We all have a next level. It doesn't matter who you are. There is a next level. Pick the next level. Start moving in the direction of the next level and watch what unfolds. It's absolutely amazing what unfolds when you start moving. Because even God cannot drive a parked car. You've got to be moving for, for things to start happening, for you to, 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 to enlist the people and the resources that eventually will lead you to achieving that big dream and, and, and the lifestyle of your dream at the same time. So a man gets started, he, he makes, he's, he's allowing his, I can already believe that as men are listening to this podcast, that they're starting to go, well, okay, I wouldn't mind to dream again. I, I wouldn't mind that car, I wouldn't mind that holiday. I, you know, that's the thing I used to have in my mind or in my heart. Um, but I don't know where to start. You know, um, you know, we can help a person with getting started in a business of their own. Is is that where they start, or do they start? You know, do they start reading books? Do they start? You know, where, where would a guy, where would a person start? You know, Al, once they've well, decided, I want to start yeah, well, dreaming again. Okay, well, you know, I'm, I think you and I believe both that uh, we we become a product of the people we 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 surround ourselves with. Uh, so. Uh, if you want to learn how to dream, find a big dreamer. And there's usually somebody around you who has achieved enough that you know he's got the fruit in the tree and he's done some of the things that he needs to do. And by the way, those things are not m just material. It could be that person in your church that's planted more churches than anybody else. Trust yeah. me, that did not happen by accident. You follow me? That person Absolutely. started with a dream of planting churches. It's that person who has had the most impact with children in the classroom. It's, it, it's, it, it could be uh, all types of people and situations, but find someone who has achieved something. 
find somebody who has the fruit on a tree and start asking them some questions. Get around them, learn from them, talk to them, ask them questions. That's one way to do that. Now, we recommend to people all the time, it's always great to, lead, to read good biographies of people who really have demonstrated that it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter what country you were born in, it doesn't matter if you had a silver spoon in your mouth or if you're born in a grass hut, it doesn't matter you know, what your circumstances are. You find that there's people that have overcome all those situations, made their dreams come true, and they have a, a wonderful story that they're sharing through a book or through a documentary uh, and, and so on. I mean, uh, not long ago, I was watching you know, a few documentaries around Winston Churchill, an, an amazing story. Uh, I just watched a documentary on Jeff Bezos. I've watched a documentary on you know, uh, Sir Branson uh, uh, and, and, and others. So find the people who have done those things and, and, and they, they have written about it. There's some clues out there that, that, that has been put. But the other thing I would say is uh, it's uh, when you get in solitude by yourself and you do an introspection of your life and you start to find those places that are really, really important to you. We call it finding your why, finding your passion. You know, because really you're going to achieve a whole lot more in the areas where you have a passion for. Discover that passion. You know, a few years ago, I, I went online and actually found a program on how you discover your passion. What are the things that are really, truly either make you mad, make you cry, make you sad, make you happy when you think about it? Those things usually are clues that you are touching on that passion. And from that passion, then develop what that would look like if you were going to make it something that's big enough to really excite you and also be able to excite others around you where truly you could pay forward with your life uh, and, and, and be able to be in a position of creating value for other people. You know, you started the, 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 the podcast talking about value. I really think that that is a, a key word, which is how can you, where can you find a place where you can truly provide value? And usually in, your, in, in the place of your passion is also your best place of being able to create value. So those would be the thing. And, and I would get a journal. Uh, I'm very big into writing stuff. Um, I would get pictures of those things. Is there a picture that when you see it, it immediately makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy. It, it excites your imagination. Get those pictures and start putting it in places that you can now start feeding that, that, those, those pictures into your eye gate, into your subconscious, and get your brain to start getting really excited about looking for possibilities to make those things come true. But it does take for you to sit down in solitude with a piece of paper and a pen and start writing and start thinking about those things that really you feel uh, can help you provide more value to your fellow man, fellow woman, obviously.
so a person that's the, 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 the yeah man or woman, um, they they they're getting started. They've 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 done the they're reading the books, they're listening to the things they've got, you know, and and then you know maybe talking to someone already about okay whether it be in home based business. I mean, you're in your company and the company I'm a part of. We're in the in the home business arena, which is just exploding. It's the place to be. It's the place. It's an easy entry point for people. Um, with that, the, the the next part of that, how they they how do they find like big big challenges? But I'm working a full time job. You know, I, I'm a family man. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Um, can I have it all? Can I have the, the, can I still chase a dream? Can I still do something more plus have a job? Uh, well, absolutely. Most of us started with a job. Uh, back in 1980, when I first started, I was working in a factory. And then, then I got an, an, a two-year education in engineering, and I had an engineering job in one factory. Then I had an engineering job in another factory. And eventually, I was running a factory myself. Uh, but while I was doing that, while I was busy, you know, providing for my family, and at that time, you know, I was just married, didn't have kids, you know. But I, I, I what I did is in the evenings, you know, three to five evenings a night, I spent a couple hours an evening working on my, on my, you know, on my future. I. One of the things I learned 38 years ago is jobs, most jobs are just good enough for you to make a living, but they're not going to really propel you to your dreams. Now, again, if you have the kind of dream that scares you, if you have a small dream, a job is plenty enough. If you have a bigger dream, you're going to find that you're going to learn, you have to learn the concept of leverage. How do you leverage your life? How do you leverage a few hours to create a major outcome over a, a period of time as you compound the effect of those two to three hours a night, three to five nights a week that you're spending doing something that excites your imagination? Folks, today we, we, we're going into uh, what they, you know, uh, the greatest migration we've ever had of people who are actually going from this employee type mentality to an entrepreneur mentality. We call them micro entrepreneurs. We call it the gig economy. The, uh, you know, there's a lot of names to it, but basically we're seeing people migrate from this job mentality to a, you know, entrepreneur mentality in order to be able to truly take advantage of the massive wealth creation that's going on around us, you know, if you decide to not listen to television and radio and all those things, because they spend more time talking about the bad news than the good news, because the, the good news is this, we're going to see more wealth created over the next 20 years than we have created over the last 200 years. And that's why we have this massive migration of anywhere between 800 million to 2 billion people who are being displaced by lack of jobs and lack of employment, the, 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 the complete eradication of employment that's going on today because of robots, because of artificial intelligence, because of the, the productivity gains that we've had through technology and so on, 
and I hope I'm not saying anything new to people, get ready for you know, the fourth industrial revolution, which is a world without jobs. So how wonderful is that? Because it means there's a world of entrepreneurs and people who are going to create more wealth, create more productivity, create more benefit for humanity than we have ever seen in the history of the world. So how do you plug into that? And, and, and I know that's, you know that's kind of thing that you're talking about, James. Find people who have figured out some of these things and find people who have actually found some of these platforms that they can plug it in, a social, mobile, global platform that you can plug into that can, where most of the heavy lifting has been done, you just plug into it and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you have access to a global marketplace in which you can then make your talent be worth something and make your passion be clear, uh, transform into wealth. Uh, it's available today. Not, it's, this is not science fiction. This is not you know, 20 years from now. It's happening today. Folks, you've all heard of the Uber phenomenon, right? A million people out there driving their own car as a taxi. Do you think for a minute that a million people just woke up one morning and go, I think I want to be a taxi driver. I'm going to start using my car to drive. No, they, they woke up one day and say, look, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to harness the power of, of technology, my cell phone, the GPS, that technology and a platform gives me an ability to create income. Now, be it that it is still an exchange of time for money. There's no leverage. It's not global. But I can be my own boss. I can work on my own terms. I can work when I want to work. Uh, I can work how, as many hours as I want to work. And I can choose where to work. I can choose when to pick up somebody, not to pick up somebody. Work on weekends, not work on weekends. I have flexibility. I have options that I didn't have before in a job where I showed up every day, punch a clock, nine to five, and, and then get paid the minimum that it takes to hold me in that job. Now, folks, I'm the CEO, president of the company. I'm that guy at the top. And I know, as I'm going through the budget process for next year, that we've already decided what kind of raises are going to be given to all the employees. It doesn't matter that they, you know, the difference between being great and being average and being below average is maybe one or two or three percent. But folks, when you're growing your income three to four to five percent, that is not going to put you in a place where you can have the kind of dreams that will scare you. So you need to find another mechanism. You need to find a way to leverage your, your part-time you know, hours and turn that into a full-time, a mega full-time income. And I'm sure there's, you know, there's ways for you to learn how to do that. And I'm sure out of this podcast, there will be some direction given on how you can find out more about it. But James, I hope I've answered that question maybe uh, more than you wanted me to. But, but you're, t- Al, you're that touching on something that's really critical. You know, Al, what I want to do is I think uh, we've whetted people's appetite or wet people's appetite and, uh, for them to want to hear you again. Um, and we'll, so maybe we can have a second interview another time to, to keep going on about this where we can help men to go, okay, you know what, fellas? You don't, have to be ha- you don't have to be happy with status quo and mediocrity, and it's never too late. You do have, and we'll give some strategies around that. 
Uh, Al, thank you so much for your time. I know it's late over there in the US as we're doing it here. Uh, and you, uh, like I said, Al travels the world. He's one of the hardest working men, best dressed men and nicest and most humblest men you will ever meet. And I hope that you get the chance to meet this guy. He is a hero of mine. Um, and in, a, in, in the best and most powerful sense of the word. Um, and so guys, my name's James Hannon. I'm with Al Bala. I'm from Men Real Life, where we're raising up kings in the marketplace where none perish. Now guys, if you want to subscribe to our, uh, more of what we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast channel. Then this, that way it'll always, the next podcast will be in your feed. If you are not part of our, our Men Real Life Facebook community yet, come on over to our Facebook page, Men Real Life, so facebook.com forward slash Men Real Life, uh, and, send, and send us a message with one word, podcast, and that will add you, uh, and it'll let me know where you're at, and then uh, we'll also get you involved in the community with other men from around the world. So God bless. Thanks for being a part of it, Al. Thank you again uh, for your wisdom, your knowledge, your humility, and every other aspect of who you are. And our love to you, uh, Johanna and the family and all those guys over there in the US too. God bless.